Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe and overall process more efficient while costing less. All right, let's see what's going on with the market update since yesterday. Looks like a lot more sideways movement. Current Global market cap is sitting at $212 billion. Bitcoin dominance slipped a little bit to 53.81. And we're looking at, so the market's up slightly over the last 24 hours, but still mostly flat since all the action we saw yesterday. So that's what's going on right now. Bitcoin currently at the time of recording is trading at 65.85. So a little bit better than we were for the weekend, but not a whole lot has happened over the last 24 hours. Now, other than that, let's take a look at what's going on in the crypto news to see what is happening in the world. So this week it was announced Fidelity, which I talked about yesterday, is focusing on a standalone company solely on bringing cryptocurrency trading to institutional investors. It's going to be called Fidelity Digital Assets, and the company is going to offer institutional investors custody services, a cryptocurrency platform, and advising to its institutional client. So they're not going after retail investors with the offering, but it will help boost the, boost the validity of cryptocurrencies. That's going to eventually push it down to your regular retail investors. Uh, you know, when CME Group and the CBOE World Markets launched their Bitcoin futures in the early part of 2018, most of the online brokers balked at offering it to their retail clients. They worried that price fluctuation and lack of regulatory oversight could get their customers in trouble. But what we saw, few you know, move to make it full steam ahead, but none come up, you know, with a way yet for retail investors to trade digital tokens directly. I don't think it's a big deal right now for retail investors, but this is big when it comes to the adoption of cryptocurrency. When you see it going mainstream, people notice when the big boys are getting in. Fidelity, one of the largest asset management companies in the world, is definitely taking a step in that direction. All right. So, Looking up next in the news, so the co-chief investment officer of one of cryptocurrencies industry's largest investment firm, which is Pantera Capital, Joey Krug, has made the prediction during an interview with Bloomberg that the next upswing could propel the cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency market cap to more than $2 trillion. Now, that, that's saying there's huge upside. It's going to be much bigger than the last bull run. And I'll be honest with you, so I was having this conversation yesterday. There's a lot that's happening in the infrastructure that's being put in, that the next bull run, bull run, excuse me, will be massive. It's going to be huge. It's going to be much bigger than what we saw in December. December was fueled off a of hype and greed, and this next bull run is going to be legitimate. You're going to see a lot of companies emerge. Now, let's grant, you know, give it. You're going to see a lot of companies, a lot of cryptocurrencies lose a lot of their value because they don't have functioning products or real world use case. So a lot of that hype, a lot of these coins that came in are going to just go away. And, and, you know, you'll see that market cap, that capital go somewhere else. And this is what Joey Krug had to say. He said, if you look at the next bull run, I think the crypto space overall could hit 10x from here. And, you know, that's right in line with what, what a lot of experts are saying. The next bull run could take Bitcoin all the way to 60,000. Uh, 10x from here would be that right now. So you're talking about we're looking at $212 billion, taking it to $2 trillion. Another 10x move. So, yeah, absolutely could be the case. All right. So, next up in the news is another stable coin has broken its peg with the US dollar. So, if you listen to the last episode, episode 57, we talked about a wild market swing where USDT, also known as Tether, 
which is supposed to be a cryptocurrency that's pegged to the U.S. dollar, saw a, a brief collapse below 90 cents for a brief period of time. And what that caused prices of Bitcoin to show huge ranges in prices all the way from 7,500 to 6,400, depending on which exchange, whether they were pegging it to the USDT or the USD. There's been a lot of controversy around Tether and whether or not they actually have the capital to back it because every USDT Tether coin is supposed to be backed by a US dollar. So that happened yesterday. Today, the Gemini coin, the Gemini dollar, GUSD, which was released not too long ago by the Winklevoss twins who have the Gemini exchange. We saw the price at an all-time high of a dollar and 19 cents today uh, after first breaking its dollar peg on Monday when it shot up to dollar 14. So it's kind of crazy. So that's basically saying people are paying more than a dollar for it or they don't really understand. I think they don't really understand what they're trading because if something is, the only thing that's going to give something a value is what you're willing to pay for it. So if people are willing to pay a dollar five, dollar ten, dollar twelve for a, a supposedly stable coin, they're in for a disappointment. Just like, you know, some people were smart and jumped in and, and, and moved some money into Tether yesterday when it was in that around 90 to 94 cents. And now today it was back up to 98, 99 cents. You know, when you look at that, that's a good five to six percent gain on average uh, just from that. But getting into a token that's over a dollar and, 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 and I use stable coin. When I talk about stable coins, I, I put that in quotation marks because stable coins, all it means is it's pegged to a fiat currency. Now, we all know many of us got into cryptocurrency to hedge against the dollar, to hedge against inflation when you look at what's happening. So but. I'll be honest. I mean, using a stable coin has been uh, coming handy when you're trading. And that's really the only time it comes in handy is if you're trading, because sometimes it's quicker to move something into a, a pegged cryptocurrency than to withdraw and take something out into your fiat currency. Now, some exchanges may not offer a lot of pairs as far as many different cryptocurrencies like Binance. Of course, Binance uses USDT. They have added a few other stable coins. Uh, for use. But if you're trading on something like Coinbase Pro, now Coinbase Pro only has six assets on there, but they all trade to the actual US dollar. And, you know, that's something that you can do. So if you're trading just among a few pairs, Coinbase Pro might be the way to go. If you're looking to get involved in all of these altcoins, then yes, Binance, you may be forced to use some stable coins, like I said, in quotation marks. So next up in the news, the CEO of the Intercontinental Exchange, ICE, Talked about the upcoming platform backed. He said he wants to deliver a revolution in the sector in a similar way to energy trading 15 years ago. Uh, crypto revolution, you know, is looking to match the early 2000s energy market. So speaking of fortune, this is who he was interviewed by. Uh, following news backed had a hired former Coinbase vice president, Adam White, as COO. Kelly Lofer forecast a repeat performance of ICE's market making moves last decade. So back to set to launch next month. It's generated a lot of interest since its announcement in late July. And back to spelled B-A-K-K-T. The digital market is fragmented like the energy market in the early 2000s. ICE was, was the pioneer attracting more and more institutions to trade energy, which is what created today's liquid market, which told the publication. So we're about to see a revolution on the same scale as cryptocurrency. So that's a bold statement being put out there by back. Now, if you're not sure what BACT is, we talked about this in a prior episode where BACT is going to be a futures exchange that's going to be pegged to like a one-day future. And what's that going to create is the ability for many, many 
different companies that accept payments for services or goods to be able to accept cryptocurrencies and have that value stable throughout the day or they're able to settle it into their fiat currency if they so choose, which means, yes, one day you can walk in, you can pay for, you know, you can pay for Starbucks with crypto. I'm not saying that Starbucks is going to receive the crypto, but through the back exchange, they may see, you know, they'll receive it as fiat currency. There's a few crypto debit cards out there that do something on a smaller scale, but having widespread adoption is what back is looking to do. All right. So next up in the news, I want to revisit, not revisit. This is a new article, but just another day where Venezuela is again in the news. Uh, the the Bolivar, Bolivars being spent to purchase Bitcoin has risen to a record, record level as a South American country experiences unprecedented hyperinflation and a worsening economic crisis. So I mentioned this last week and it just keeps getting bigger. So for Coindance, Bitcoin's worth nearly 900 million Bolivars have been traded so far this week in Venezuela. It's already higher than last week's volume was slightly over 850 million Bolivars. I just mentioned this last week and we're seeing that happen. This is a perfect example of what happens when government currency no longer has any trust behind it. The people don't have trust in it. Uh, you know, the industries, governments, companies don't have any faith in it. And you see hyperinflation and people are turning to cryptocurrency to hedge against that. All right. So next up, also in the news. So today, the Zero X protocol token, which is also called ZRX, is now available for an investor platform and on the retail platform on Coinbase.com on the app. They'll be able to trade, buy, sell, uh, you know, this token. You know, it, this is something I called probably right around the time I was starting this podcast when, when Coinbase, excuse me, Coinbase was changing the name of their, their, their professional trading exchange from GDAX to Coinbase Pro. Coinbase Pro, looking at, I was looking at the news that was released on it, and it was built on the 0x platform. So to say that 0x is the first Ethereum-based token, the ERC-20 token to be listed on the exchange, it's not a surprise at all, and we've seen it rise about, it jumped anywhere from 11 to 17% up today. Uh, so definitely curious to see how the market reacts to this long term. But they, they have announced also it will not be available for residents of the United Kingdom or the state of New York. I think that's still around, you know, they're worried about different regulations and getting the ZRX token to be considered not a security and, and meet the strict regulations of New York and the UK. So. That is it for ZRX. Next up, Apple. So Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, uh, Steve Wozniak, Steve Jobs, co-founders of Apple. Steve Wozniak has announced recently, I think it was back in August, that he was going to be joining a blockchain project. And it's been real, revealed today he's a co-founder of EQUI Global, a venture capital fund focusing on blockchain technology and built on a blockchain-powered backend. So the new venture capital fund aims to change the concept of the traditional industry by enabling non-institutional investments, as well as allowing investors to trade on external crypto exchanges via Equitokens. The Equitokens infrastructure is reportedly based on the Ethereum blockchain, which is widely used by decentralized apps, uh, app developers. So we'll see what happens more with that. More to come on what happens with Steve Wozniak's project. All right, so also a couple of headlines. I wanted to read to you news just to show you kind of what we're looking at when we talk about Main Street adoption. Now, some, some articles I point out are worth me sitting here and reading them, and other ones I just want to cover the headlines just to show you there's a lot happening 
in the blockchain space, a lot happening in the crypto space. So one of the headlines today is Australian state of New South Wales mandates land registry shift to blockchain by 2019. So they're looking to move their land registry to the blockchain. They understand the importance and the validity of the blockchain to be able to, uh, you know, have a better system for land registry. So that's happening in Australia. And then we go over to Brazil and a Brazilian presidential candidate uses blockchain to publish his government plan. So he, he doesn't want stories and talks to be twisted and, and turned around in the media. So everything that, that he is using for his plan, he is publishing on the government, on the blockchain. That way it is indisputable. It can't be altered, can't be edited. Once it's on that blockchain, it is permanently in there. So he is using the blockchain for politics, which is an interesting use for the blockchain. And we'll have to see if that you know, starts to get more, more adoption that way, if more, more president, not presidential, but any political candidates turn to using the blockchain for that type of platform. All right, so that's it for our crypto news today, which takes me into our crypto education corner. And it, it kind of ties into the news. And really today, there's not a lot of technical things. I want to talk about a couple of things. One, plugging in, right? Plugging in and making sure you're getting your information in the right place. We all know there's, there's certain uh, news outlets out there that are always reporting negative on cryptocurrency. They have a negative, uh, negative outlook when it comes to cryptocurrency. But if you want to see what's happening, truly what's happening, you want to plug in. So my Facebook page that I have that's tied to this podcast that I also used to promote my book, which is A Beginner's Guide to Cryptocurrency. The Facebook page is under the same name as this podcast, From No Crypto to No Crypto. And I post a lot of articles each day and I don't post every article that comes across, but I, I comb through all the different cryptocurrency news sites and just go through and, and pick those articles that show what's happening, one, in the market and what's happening with blockchain and cryptocurrency that's leading us towards Main Street adoption. You know, reporting on fidelity, that was a huge piece, right? A few, a few episodes ago, I talked about there are several different college university endowment funds that have started crypto funds, right? And I'm not talking about small universities. I'm talking about your Yale, Harvard, Dartmouth, MIT, just to name a few that have started cryptocurrency funds for their endowment fund to raise money for the university because they see that as a viable investment option, especially with the long-term play in mind. So you want to plug in. So I post a lot of these articles on the Facebook page. So if you're not already following it, go ahead and give it a follow. And, and also, if you look, there's also some main news sites that I'm going to give you here that I go to to get that information. And one of them being ccn.com. That one is probably one I get probably the most information from. And then there's also cointelegraph.com and bitcoinist. That's B-I-T-C-O-I-N-I-S-T, bitcoinist.com. And there's also coindesk.com. Now, you'll notice there's a lot of redundancy across those different platforms. But I noticed that each, each news agency gets their hands on certain information sooner than others. And it's not always one particular one. So that's why I go through all of those, coming through to figure out what are we going to talk about? What are we going to focus on to show you what's happening with mainstream adoption on the way when it comes to cryptocurrency and blockchain? The second thing is mindset. If you believe in this now, just like anything else, right, there's going to be haters, right? There was haters when Edison was trying to develop the light bulb. There was haters that were telling the Wright brothers they were crazy. We're trying to come up with, you know, with a way to, to fly. I mean, think about it. it. Sounds crazy. It's in our everyday world today, but at the time it seemed crazy. And that's what's happening right now with blockchain and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And you think back, I mean, there was an article I shared on, on my personal Facebook page several months ago. It was an old article from the 90s 
talking about the internet being just a fad that was going to fade away. And where are we today with the internet? I mean, <laughs> what are you listening to this thing on, right? So just keep in mind, there's always going to be haters. There are always going to be your naysayers. And those are your laggards, your late adopters that refuse to change, refuse to adopt until they finally are forced to, right? I mean, you're looking at some people still hanging on to those flip phones, right? Pagers are gone, but flip phones are still, they're still few and far between, but people are still hanging on to them. That same person that's rocking a flip phone is going to be one to tell you that blockchain and cryptocurrency have no place in the world. It's just a fad, right? But we, we all know what happens to that. Eventually, they become believers and wishing they would have listened sooner. So you got to have the right mindset, right? It's whether you're investing or trading. Have, a, have an idea. What are you in it for? Are you in it to make a few dollars today or tomorrow? Are you in this for the long term? And if you're in it for the long term, it doesn't matter what the price does today or tomorrow. If you're not actively trading every day, who cares what the price of Bitcoin is today or tomorrow? You want to know what the price is going to be a year from now, two years. Oh, so these dips and spikes can mess with your emotion and get your hopes up when it's spiking. Have you feeling down in the dumps when it's crashing? But is it really necessary? Now, if you're day trading, you want to be cognizant of pricing because you're trying to get a little bit of profit each day to add up over the long term. But if you're a long term holder, if you don't want to get involved in day trading, you just want to buy and hold. Quit worrying about what the price is today. Don't worry about what the price is tomorrow. Maybe check it once a month. But, you know, other than that, I say plug in. Pay attention to what's going on in the news, what's happening with cryptocurrency. And that's going to build your belief because you're going to believe like, hey, if Fidelity is putting all this money into crypto, if Yale, Harvard, and all these other universities are putting all this money into crypto, right? Or Sony is launching, you know, their own platform on a blockchain. If that is happening, then will cryptocurrency and blockchain go away tomorrow? No, it will not. This is the future. This is where we're headed. This is where it's changing. So be FUD proof, right? So some of your mainstream media, such as, you know, CNN, Fox News, CNBC, you know, sometimes they'll be spreading FUD, which FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt, right? So you got to FUD proof yourself. You want to make sure you're not worrying about what's happening, you know, what, what they're saying, and really know where to get your news source, right? So, and we've seen it all before. You can see something. I saw something on, on a cryptocurrency news site that really just broke down the facts of what's happening. And on the mainstream media talking about the same topic, they twisted it to sound like it was doom and gloom. And it really wasn't, right? So make sure you're flood proofing yourself. Make sure you're plugging in, getting that information. Just, you know, this is a journey. No matter what you want to do in life, you want to make sure that you are constantly feeding your mind with the information you need to make good decisions. So make sure you're, you're getting the right sources, you're listening to podcasts, you're following those news articles. And also I'll give some other tips and tricks. If you want to know about some more people to follow, whether it be on Facebook or YouTube or, or you know, any of these other platforms, Telegram, for instance, then check out my book on Amazon. It's under the same name as this podcast, From No Crypto to No Crypto. It is a beginner's guide to cryptocurrency. It's a short 40-page read that just gives you the basics on what you need to know about cryptocurrency, what is cryptocurrency, what is blockchain, and who to follow and how to avoid a lot of the scams that are out there. So, And I also give some tips on that throughout these episodes, so make sure you listen in. With that, I want to thank you for listening, and today we're going to go back to uh, the new rap song that was released last week by Soldier Boy, which is Bitcoin. We're going to end it with that. So thank you for listening, everybody, and have a great night. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. You can catch me trapping with a Bitcoin. You can catch me running up the Bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a